we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our emergency freedom alerts for July 10th, 2023. Uh, the last part worked out really good because we're going to switch gears here. And um, first report, <laughs> this is just, I, I just couldn't not report on this when I saw this. <clears throat> Disney Greenlight's new show about a girl falling in love with the devil and being impregnated with the seed of Satan like Rosemary's baby. The family-friendly entertainment organization Movie Guide is sounding the alarm about a new campaign against an upcoming Disney Plus uh, series or whatever that features a teenage girl's love affair with Satan. <clears throat> The streaming platform has given the green light to start production on a new German original series entitled Pauline. According to Deadline, I guess the uh, people reporting on this, the series follows an 18-year-old girl who becomes pregnant after a one-night stand with the devil. The series creators who are behind Netflix How to Sell Drugs Online Fast, which sounds like a great thing to know, Netflix is behind that. Say the project is very close to their hearts. Oh, well, you, you know, who could blame them? For a long time, the series has been and still remains a project very close to our hearts. Philip Kaborer and Math Matthias Merman said, <clears throat> they said, quote, we're thrilled that Disney Plus loves this coming of age story as much as we do. Oh, isn't that wonderful? The coming of age story about your first love affair and time you first fornicated with Satan. I mean, truly a Hallmark moment here. I mean, I can't believe Hallmark didn't pick this up. Come on. And now that we've been able to begin filming with such an amazing cast and crew, increasingly Disney's coming of age films have been out of touch with what parents would want their kids to watch. Well, they're totally satanic, so. <clears throat> they often push content with themes around witchcraft, sex, and violence. Last year, the company lost over $100 million each for their animated movies Lightyear and Strange World, which depicted same-sex relationships on the screen. The Movie Guide chairman and founder De Ted Bayer is calling on parents to petition Disney Plus to stop the release of Pauline on the platform. He said, quote, we can't let this twisted and disturbing content corrupt our children's values and beliefs. Well, again, just about everything they put out is twisted and corrupt and wicked and evil. <clears throat> let me be clear. Pauline is not just another piece of entertainment. Bayer added, horrifically, the series even portrays Satan as a romantic partner. By normalizing and promoting such a relationship, Pauline sends a dangerous message to young viewers that associating with demons, Satan, and evil is acceptable and even desirable. Bauer said that the movie guide is partnering with citizens to go to stop the series from premiering on Disney. I believe there's a there's a uh, yeah there's a petition to stop this. I give you the link for that. If released, there will be millions of young viewers who may perceive this twisted and disturbing story as desirable and exciting. Bauer warned the shows again. If I had children in today's day and age, you know. None of that's being permitted. <laughs> I wouldn't have it in the house or in any way, shape, or form. Uh, <clears throat> Bauer warned the show's attempt to normalize and even promote demonic association is a blatant attempt to blur the lines of morality and make it even desirable. Now, 
next report, I have to do a follow-up to the whole Sound of Silence film that we talked about last week. Because I got a lot of feedback from the, from that study. And um, I'm going to give you the negative feedback first, which uh, was only one listener. <clears throat> and again, I'm not coming down on this one listener at all. At the at the end of the day, before I read this, I understand where she's coming from. I do. So, if I say anything initially, understand the film is being developed, and in the end, we I understand and I get where she's coming from, and I think you will too by the end of me reading these. Now, it's a little bit of abbreviated because I, I can't read every single little line that comes in but just so you get the gist of this but this is more listener updates on catholicism jim caviezel mel gibson the sound of silence and the passion of christ movie longtime listener named mary wrote dear scott i've followed you for a long time but i'm getting to where to have to glean from your podcast like you say you do from others so many of the times and it is disappointing and sad to me i don't take any pleasure in saying this i am a former roman catholic my point is theologically my point is theologically yes you are correct about catholicism i have lived it in battle it i've been shunned by all my family because i dared to tell them the truth but to tear down anyone exposing child trafficking and all the demonic horrors that come with it because they don't believe like you do is wrong what's more sad is jim caviezel just might win many to catholicism because he's standing up to where the born-again believer remnant won't that should bring conviction not criticism now remember i'm my responses are coming and we're going to be taking a much more in-depth look at this thing with Jim Caviezel today. I learned a lot of information about Jim Caviezel this last week that I had no idea about and it is disturbing and she's not aware of that yet. <clears throat> so I'm not I'm not casting stones here. Uh, we only can base assumptions and assertions and our opinions based off the knowledge base that we have okay so anyway um <clears throat> i personally know quite a few adults who survive satanic abuses and most are turned off by the church because they are silent i'm sorry i believe you were sincere and a good man but i just don't agree mary okay so my response initially she said a lot of other stuff in there that i that i left out <clears throat> Okay, so I, I, I did that on purpose. I don't want there to be any angst against her. Um, but what I initially said to her is, so what, I said, Mary, so what it sounds like you're saying is I should have issued zero warning about Jim Caviezel being a devout Catholic and his extreme devotion to the false Mary, a.k.a. the pagan queen of heaven, and all that is associated with the subject, like the Mormon brothers who own the production company for these movies, Angel Studios, and Glenn Beck, another Mormon who is a total devil who mans the main charity associated with all of this called the Nazarene Fund. Now, there's another one called Operation Underground Railroad that they're all involved with, okay? And these have been around for a while. So I said, and I'm being sarcastic, I said, you're right, as a watchman, I should ignore all that and not give my listeners a heads up and just let, and just let um, them think this is all totally biblical. Obviously, I'm being sarcastic. Now, I was pretty hot under the collar when I first got this because there was a lot of other things said that I didn't say that I don't even want to get into. Um, but this was my response, and this is why I responded that way. <clears throat> okay, so 
so again, I'll just read the last line again. You're right as a watchman. I should ignore all that and not give my listeners a heads up and just let them think all this is totally biblical. But a little leaven leaveneth the whole lump, Mary. I said it, and leaven is bad doctrine. Okay, and there was a whole ton of bad doctrine. If you look at Jim Gaviezel, Glenn Beck, Angel Studios, Passion of Christ, it's just there's a lot, a lot of bad stuff we will be getting into more today. I said in my audio, I was not saying Jim was a bad person. Jim Caviezel. Only God knows his heart. Now, I've learned other stuff since I wrote this that I would question that at this point. But at the same time, I could not ignore all the red flags associated with this. This is what I do as a watchman. I warn. Yes, you're right when you say, quote, Jim Caviezel just might win many to Catholicism. I agree with her about that. And that is why I had to issue this warning about this whole thing, is I would not want to refer people to this movie and the men who produced this and have people convert to Catholicism because I issued no warning about what they may be getting into. Okay, that was my response. Then she came back and said, um, let's see, Scott, I did not say, again, this is more abbreviated, I did not say you shouldn't have warned about Catholicism you do all the time and have much in your archives as well because i've done many many teachings on catholicism i'm saying that the thing is you zeroed in on about caviezel in his new movie exposing pedophilia and child child trafficking millions watch that movie well millions or i think have by now millions are just now learning that child trafficking even exists and in the end the movie um he tells the viewers that the number one in the U.S., the number one is U.S. The U.S. is number one in trafficking and the number one consumer of child porn. Yeah, the U.N. is pushing hard to remove the age of consent for the pedo rights. Yeah, I've re reported on that many, many times. California and other states are already pushing hard to remove children from good parents. Just reported on that last week. It's also the big reason our border is open. Reported on that multiple times. To me, it is indictment against the church as a whole when a Catholic is the one standing up about this. Okay, now, I stand up against this and have for decades. I have screamed incredibly loud about this. Jim Caviezel has a much larger platform than me, but I've done as much as I can do on my end. So um, I have a little bit of issue there, but because, I mean, I, I would die for this. I would die for this subject if God so chose, told me to do so. I would die to save these children. Okay, I mean that. I, I, I said that before God. God knows my heart. And Caviezel has addressed the crimes within the Catholic Church against the children. Crimes I have also exposed many, many, many times. In interviews, he speaks on organ harvesting and acknowledges Ukraine is involved. Mm -hmm. He speaks on adrenochrome. Well, I sure spoke on adrenochrome. No one else will touch it. Well, I have. I'm just saying it because she's writing it to me. <laughs> it's, it's like I'm not... I don't, ex like, okay, Mary, I've covered this over and over and over again. Okay. Um, the Pope will not, and Caviezel condemns him for it. Okay. Caviezel is also starting to condemn other things going on inside the Catholic Church. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, okay. I believe we need to pray for this man. I have no problem with that. Amen. Pray to God the guy gets saved. I do. Yeah, everyone knows about Caviezel's movie. Okay, I don't think everybody, but yeah. 
you could have made a side note for people to remember Catholicism is false and to pray for the man, to pray for all Catholics. Someone prayed for me and I thank God. Okay, I agree. Point taken. Regarding that whole thing, you're right. 100%. So my response, though, was, but Mary, you do know that this whole trial, child trafficking thing is about at the top of why I do what I do at this point. I mean, I, I mean increasingly, I've been talking about this. Very few have been willing to go into the adrenochrome aspect of this, but I have. I've done so many studies where this and child sex trafficking and sacrifice is mentioned. I am not saying this movie is bad. I did not say that in my study either, as yes, it is of vital importance the subject be made known, but at the same time, there are so many red flags with the men surrounding this whole subject and the production of these things and where they're sending their money to for these charities that are supposedly doing this regardless of what is in their hearts um and, and again like let's say let's assume the best for all of them they're all sincere but sincerely deceived about the religions they're pursuing i don't believe that at this point knowing what i know now i'm not saying they're all horrible people i don't know but i'll let you be the judge by the end of this and you you can make up your own mind that I could not in good conscience just say nothing about this aspect. I am not against this movie, though. I just want my listeners to be fully informed. I also agree when you said, to me, it is indictment against the church as a whole when a Catholic is the one standing up about this. And Caviezel has addressed the crimes within the Catholic Church against children. In interviews, he's speaking on organ, organ harvesting and acknowledges Ukraine is involved. He speaks on adrenochrome. I said, yes, you bring up some great points, and I will address the other things you're talking about here in my next teaching, Lord willing, as I just don't have time to do so in a typewritten email back to you. Okay, so then she emails me back again. Regarding Caviezel, I know he is sincere and really believes the Catholic faith is the only true faith. And we know he's telling a truth in regard to the fake preachers. But the message he is putting out in a subtle way is that is that his faith is the authentic one. Right. And that's why I did what I did last week. Because at the end of the day, if you followed, you could be as educated on child sex trafficking in the world and think Jim Caviezel is the greatest guy on the planet. At the end of the day, if you follow his belief system, you will end up in hellfire. That's a problem. Okay. Because this guy has an extreme unction devotion toward Mary worship. Total idolatry. Okay. So, again, the road to hell is paved, paved with good intentions. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? He who trusteth in his own heart is a fool. A wicked and adulterous generation seeketh after a sign. People that follow Mary are seeking after signs. People in the Catholic Church typically a large sect of them are seeking after signs there is a way which seemeth right unto a man but the end thereof are the ways of death okay so <clears throat> he does mention mary as one as the one to go to instead of going directly to jesus okay so she's kind of proving my point here like mel i pray the holy spirit open his eyes I can't, it can't be done any other way. I agree. Catholicism has a big demonic force behind it. The Holy Spirit was the one that blasted me through it all, through it all in a moment for me. Um, uh, amen. 
I remember after the Lord saved me in my little apartment the following Sunday, I was all excited and I went to the Catholic Church. It's all I knew. I remember opening the door and I felt a powerful sense of evil. And the Lord said, I'm not here. I never went back. Well, praise the Lord. You know, I'm praying for this, for these two men. They're very influential and it is disturbing and diabolical how the enemy is using them to lead people astray and yet in their own heart they believe they are right yeah only the holy spirit can bust through that darkness i agree and then she says i agree with you about all these things but please don't lose sight that these men and all catholics need our prayers so desperately amen i'm not disputing that at all i've run across too many that really don't care for their souls they seem to be they seem to only care about being theologically right point taken i'm not saying you know i couldn't fall into that <laughs> or, or like oh i'm above all this and, and how dare you rebuke me i'm not saying that it, it was good to be reminded of that it was i appreciate her emails um <clears throat> then she she gives a link to um of Jim Caviezel report. And then, and then she goes on to say, Mel Gibson calling out corruption in the Catholic Church since Vatican II. <laughs> like there wasn't corruption before Vatican II, but that's their big line in the sand that a lot of these ones will cite. My parents were also against Vatican II. It was never explained to me. I had to research on my own. Basically, Vatican II says the Catholic Church would start viewing non-Catholic Christians as brothers and sisters. This would explain why my family was so enraged when I told them I was leaving the Catholic Church because I was born again. So Mel is also opposed like my parents. I, oh, Mel Gibson. Okay. Um, what is sad is that he is seeing the corruption, but only on one level. He needs to see the whole system is corrupt. I know for me, the Lord showed me 24, at 24 years old, I knew nothing prior. My concern is the confusion that is being sown. Good Catholic versus bad Catholic. Mel Gibson is blind to the fact that none of it is of God. I pray the Holy Spirit open his eyes. Amen. Amen. And she gives a link to the Mel Gibson thing. Um, so <clears throat> then she goes on to say, so when I listen to someone like Caviezel, it triggers me. He reminds me of my father, a good, well-meaning man with deep faith, but so terribly lost and blind. So my heart is for Catholics. I don't hate them. I understand them. They're indoctrinated from birth. It's all they know. And again, I would say a little bit in my defense, I went to a Catholic high school my mom was brought up in Catholicism. That's all she ever knew. She was kind of a jaded Catholic. She was more New Ager. She saw a little bit of those spirits, I think, lingering. My grandma Myers was really, really staunch Catholic. And, yeah, she's the one that was, um, uh, yeah. <laughs> when I tried to witness her about this stuff, oh, boy. I saw a side of her I never saw before. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I am pretty familiar with this concept now, not as though I was born up in a Catholic, brought up in a Catholic family though. So, but I do have some experience. Uh, let's go further. And I'm guessing I'm trying to say that sometimes as watchmen in these last days, it is real easy to forget that these are real people, families, and souls. Amen. I agree. The system of Catholicism is devilish and evil at its core, but the individuals inside of it need intercession, real prayer. When calling out Catholicism with God's word, we need to remember to balance it with grace and tell it in love. It's easy to blast and hammer the system, but it takes the Holy Spirit to say it. 
in the way that it should be. I'm not saying to tone it down or compromise, but never lose sight of the fact that all these people lost in these cults truly need our prayers. My parents are gone now. I am left with three very Catholic sisters who see me as the enemy still, one who has made it her mission in life to act actively pursue me and take me down. I've also told you that witchcraft has been in my family, which is common in Catholicism. Yeah, it's very compatible, just like the, the people in, in Haiti that did voodoo and then they, they, they indoctrinate or, or bring in Catholicism or in the Central America and South America where they'll bring Catholicism in because it's so compatible with whatever idolatrous, wicked, overt witchcraft system they were using, whether it be voodoo, Santeria, whatever. It's very compatible because they have their own idols. It's just, it fits right in. So yeah, I'm telling you these things so that you know I too believe we have to warn and take a stand, but because it's so personal for me, I wanted to share that salvation is possible for Catholics, but we have to seek the Holy Spirit's guidance and wisdom. It's real easy to hate the system and come across as hating the person too. I agree. And so I wanted to read that and... Um, hopefully you you understand more where she's coming from now you know now having said that <clears throat> i got a lot of other feedback all the other feedback i got other than mary was positive and i got a lot of it okay i'm not reading all of it i'm just going to read some um Longtime listener says, Hi Scott, thank you for this week's alert. It was hard to stomach most of the Catholic stuff. Regarding the movie, I didn't want to see it because I don't need a film to motivate me on this topic. And the theaters are cursed places, and Satan will not cast out Satan. Now this is his opinion, and, and I'm listen, I haven't been to a theater, uh, movie theater in, oh my word. <laughs> I can't even remember. 30 plus years? Okay, I mean... Yeah, I haven't been to one in a long time. Um, I think this whole film thing is getting people to yoke up with Satan and fund his operation even more through his worshipers. And he sent me some pictures on Jim Caviezel that are extremely disturbing. And, he, and I reposted them. Okay, One is a picture of Jim Caviezel doing... And I mean, these are, these are staged. These are pictures that he did. They're staged and they're not the same... Um, not the same photo session. These are different photo sessions. He looks different. Somebody looks older. Somebody looks younger. And he is doing this one-eyed um, Illuminati pose where either his eye is darkened or he's covering it up um, four different times in some way, shape, or form. And again, why do you take a picture that way? This is classic Illuminati type stuff. Now, I'm not saying he is, but it's weird. And some other things where and then he's doing one where it shows him and he's sitting in a seat and he's doing the double okay sign which is the double six 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 maybe he's not aware of that i don't know but i'm not going to just ignore these pictures either okay you make up your own mind you take it to the lord in prayer then there's a picture of him when he was oh i could say he was in his 20s and he's with i don't know pope john Paul maybe I don't know I don't know which one but he's there basically in reverence to him he's literally kneeling at his feet he's sitting he's in really really bad health you can tell he's barely functioning and he's sitting there proudly taking pictures with him okay now you don't get an audience with the Pope unless you are 
I don't know. You, you typically are high up there or you're being groomed or you are whatever. Now, you can say, oh, now you're casting aspersions. I'm just telling you, you don't get this kind of private audience with the Pope by accident. Okay, and it shows a picture of him with them and then it shows another one with him and some other people and then another one where the Pope's talking and he's in the background. And then it says Pope stands for protector of pedophiles everywhere and it's just ironic that and i understand he has said stuff about this and so has mel gibson but it's ironic that the devil death cult that they're both in mel gibson and caviezel is one of the is one of the greatest child molesting religious organizations the the greatest one if you consider the it a pseudo christian one pseudo meaning false on planet earth there is no pseudo christian black devil death cult on planet earth and again i'm not condemning all the people in it i'm just saying what it represents is evil there is none other on earth than the catholic church that has dare i say molested more and done more to protect the molesters than the catholic church None. No, no, none. None could even compare. I've done whole studies on this. Okay, where we've talked about this. How the, the, the pedophile priesthood or the child molesting priesthood and they molest a whole bunch of kids and then they get found out and they move them to a different place or put them on mothballs for a while and they move them. I mean, it's so sickening what they've done over and over again. So it doesn't exactly... Um, make me feel warm and fuzzy when i see these pictures then i got another email from longtime listener leslie and she says thank you for discussing sound of freedom thank god we know their symbolism signs and numbers praise god and thank god we know that their religion is made is man-made and evil to the core and thank god that we understand to call no man rabbi father or master wow thank you again scott for teaching me so much truth same with the chosen well i'll give the lord jesus christ all the credit okay but same with the chosen Okay, now we're going to talk about The Chosen in a second. Another one of their movies. So many Christians love this series and have no clue about the truth. And those that love The Chosen also got the shots, the boosters, and the blood-brain destroyers. Meaning the COVID shot. Well, a lot of them did. It's no, it's no um, coincidence that people that are caught in false pseudo-Christian religions, that are caught up with all the TV evangelists and the CBN... Uh, Christian Broadcasting Network and the 501c3 corporate churches in America that have done almost virtually nothing other than in rare instances where there's deviations have done very little and not only done very little but actually promoted the COVID kill shot. There were thousands and thousands and thousands of preachers, ministers, whatever you want to call them, priests across the nation, across the world that were integral in pushing the kill shot. And I have talked all about their networks. I've named names. I've done all that in the course of this whole mess that started when COVID began. They're part of pushing this, you know, DNA defiling COVID kill shot. So if you're deceived on one level, you're going to be more likely deceived on many others. Okay. Bringing people to Catholicism is bringing people to devil worship. All Christians who know the Lord would know this, and we are called to expose evil. Ephesians 5.11. Okay? 
So now, again, this isn't some indictment against Mary, the one that wrote me. I'm telling you, these are other comments I got. I'm going to read them as well. I said, yes, and also see my teaching, and it was from uh, 12.5.22, part one. <clears throat> oh, well, the part, part of what I covered, this relates to the last thing. Watch, kids carry Disney Xmas holiday message, and it says, we love you, Satan. They don't hide their agenda anymore. They literally had a placard that said, we love you, Satan. They said it was a typo error. Yeah, right. On a pre-recorded show that you're going to show to a national audience. You could not. We, we didn't know. We were too lazy. It says, we love you, Satan. They don't hide their agenda anymore. The black magic kingdom can no longer stay hidden. Then the second thing I talked about were gullible Christians watching the series The Chosen are being led to idolatry, Mother Rome, praying the rosary, and a false idol Mary. The false idol Mary, which we talked about last week, by Catholic actor Jonathan Rumi, plus Bible verses. Okay, now, and here, let's look at this. Bizarre things that happen on the set of The Passion of Christ, which, where Jim Caviezel played Jesus. Okay. So let's look a little bit about bizarre things that happen. And this is just a neutral, well, it's not a Christian um, video here. It's just bizarre things that happen on the Passion of Christ. So I'm just going to play this here. Mel Gibson's biblical drama, The Passion of the Christ, both divided and shocked audiences nationwide after its release in 2000. I mean, this thing was rated R, I guess, they said. You're going to go to see a film about the res the crucifixion of jesus christ and it's rated i understand well it had to be beyond beyond blood and guts i mean i the, the, the comments i'm reading it's like this is like a slasher film for christians or something i'm not saying what jesus went through wasn't every bit as this horrific but it's rated r so i'm like okay i mean uh, Regardless, it received three Academy Award nominations and remains the highest grossing R-rated film of all time. R-rated film. And three Academy Awards. Really? And it's really an accurate representation of something that's pleasing to God when you have Hollywood given its three Academy Award nominations? Okay. Uh, that makes me also very leery. On screen, The Passion of the Christ has its fair share of bizarre moments, like the part where Satan carries around a baby Voldemort. Mel Gibson purposely added those uncanny valley moments just to catch audiences off guard, saying that's what evil is about, taking something that's good and twisting it a little bit. But as surreal as things can get during the movie itself, there were even more bizarre happenings behind the scenes, some of which you might not even believe. Electrifying work. According to one study, lightning strikes roughly 240,000 people per year. In other words, it's fairly rare. But in 2003, it happened three times on the set of The Passion of the Christ. Lead actor Jim Caviezel claimed he was lit up like a Christmas tree while filming the Sermon on the Mount sequence of the film. You got struck with lightning. I was struck by lightning. Light came right down from heaven and lit me up. What people witnessed was an illumination around my body and a fire on the right and left side of my head. But he wasn't the only person on the So it was like, like some, I don't know if he views this as some type of religious experience where this is God, uh, I don't know, giving him the, the nod or something. I don't know. I, it's, it's strange. 
to get struck. Caviezel added, five minutes after I got hit, John Michelini, an assistant, walks over and says, are you okay? And then he got hit. The difference was that they saw the bolt come down and hit John. All I felt was this giant tremendous slap on my ears and a few seconds of a pink red static in front of my eyes. Shazam! <laughs> Unbelievably, that wasn't even the first time the assistant director had been struck on set. According to BBC News, Lightning had already struck his umbrella, luckily only causing light burns on his fingertips. Whiplash. So three lightning strikes in the Sermon on the Mount scene. Okay. Because you can't actually beat your film star in real life, a hidden whipping post was set up behind Caviezel while filming the Passion of the Christ notoriously bloody scourging scene. The problem was, one of the actors doing the flogging didn't have the best aim. Caviezel recalled to today, his lash just extended over the board and hit me with such a velocity that I couldn't breathe. I turned around and looked at the guy, and I tell you, I may be playing Jesus, but I felt like Satan at that moment. A couple of expletives came out of my mouth. Not that it helped. Moments later, Caviezel accidentally received another blow. Ouch. Cross purposes. Not only did Caviezel get struck by lightning and accidentally whipped, he also dislocated his shoulder while carrying the film's massive crucifix. Caviezel's shoulder popping out of place was just the start of his misery. Between the frigid cold and strong winds during the crucifixion scenes, the actor also got a lung infection and pneumonia. My mouth was shaking uncontrollably. Uh, my arms and legs went numb. I was suffocating on that cross. But hey... Now, is this... If this God was blessing this whole thing, and he was happy with this R-rated movie that Hollywood gave three Academy Award nominations to, produced by, you know, devout uh, Catholic Mel Gibson, main actor, devout Catholic, who got confession um, every day on set and um, went to a priest and got confession, which is totally unbiblical, and took Catholic communion, totally unbiblical, because they believe in transubstantiation. I've talked about that before. Is this a really good sign that God's blessing this whole thing? Because it sounds like this is one big gigantic warning and God saying, don't do this, don't do this. At least he didn't get migraines, right? He got migraines. To add icing on top of Caviezel's cake of pain, the actor regularly suffered severe migraines from working day in and day out with one eye cosmetically swollen shut. According to Today, Caviezel had to head into work at 2 a.m. every day in order to provide enough time for the film's makeup artist to cover him in cosmetic bruises, cuts, lashes, and fake blood. They also had to arrange his crown of thorns and seal one eye shut, which wreaked havoc on his depth perception. He told Fox News, You're going to work every day with only one eye functioning, which gives you headaches. And you no, thought... That, I've lived that way for, I don't know, what, three, four... I don't even know when I lost my sight in my right eye. Yeah, it stinks. Your depth perception's horrible. It's fun driving. Um, and just fun going downstairs and things like that. You, you, your depth perception's gone. It really, really makes you feel very vulnerable. Um, yeah, but I've lived my life 24-7 that way for years now. Eye strain from your office job was bad. Dramatic conversion. Filming The Passion of the Christ had a pretty profound effect on many people involved in the production. Oh, yeah, because we're going to see a whole bunch of people converted to Catholicism. Wonderfully good satanic fruit. Film set became this... And, and again, the, the whole thing, you could do a whole study on, on all of the Catholic garbage they interwove into this 
films, Stations of the Cross, and all these different things they did to use it ultimately as a Catholic conversion tool to ultimately get you into hellfire. Because that's the ultimate aim of any Catholic that's trying to get you converted. Now, I'm not saying they are personally thinking, they think they're getting you into heaven. They think that this is the only way. But what they're doing is ensnaring you in false works-based religion that will get you into hellfire. And so this, this film, who knows how many have been converted as a result of the Passion of the Christ. Of some religious conversions, Father John Bartunic, who hung out on set, told National Catholic Register, everyone felt comfortable. Yeah, he was the one, I think, doing the confessions and administering the communion to Caviezel and probably others. Everyone felt comfortable talking about issues of faith being a priest in the midst of that talking about issues of faith being a priest in the midst of that i was like a lightning rod for spiritual conversations fortunately in this case he didn't even though he's spiritually direct you know he is in false religion and you know is going to just lead you astray that stinks actual lightning rod one actor who became a christian on set was luca leonello the actor who plays judas he became a catholic on set Tunic explained, he asked for confession. Apparently, he had been completely transformed by the experience. Yeah. He baptized his children, sanctified his marriage, and well, came... He, well, he baptized them, like, with the, the little water baptism. There's no Bible for Catholic baptism. It's full immersion, and it's after you're of the age where you can know, you know, right and wrong. When that age is, I think, is different for different children. Water baptism is not biblical. Um, but again, these are all works-based garbage that you do as a Catholic to, to say, okay, now I'm, I'm, I'm on my way to, I'm, I'm earning my way there. I'm, I've, I've got this box checked off type of thing. Um, and this is what he, what he started doing instantly. To the church. Naturally, not everyone who worked on the set of the Passion of the Christ experienced a religious epiphany, but most people were affected in one way or another. Caviezel told the 700 Club, all the- 700 Club, one of the main, again- um, instruments of deception. It's not all deception, but there is a ton of deception. Pat Robertson, the whole night, he just died recently. Um, I've done report after report after report of all the deception they have set forth. The the the, lead, the latest really being how they were promoting the COVID kill shots and telling everybody to take them and having their expert doctors come on and browbeat their listeners into taking the nice kill shot. And knowing that that was just nothing but a mouthpiece of Satan. And so, again, whenever I start to see these associations, I'm, I become extremely leery. Actors that worked on this film, it will stay with them the rest of their lives. Yeah, People will always will. come up to them. People will always ask them about the movie they were in. It will always be with them. Whatever. Okay, so there's some red flags, more red flags there. So, let's go forward. Another listener said, regarding the subject, he said, I bullet point the Catholic doctrines and mega heirs. Well... The problem with that is that there's so many that, and I've, I've done, I don't know how many teachings on exposing the Catholic death call. I have no idea. And again, I pray that the people within it get saved. I pray to God they get their eyes opened. Um, but I've done so many on that subject. Just, if you put in Catholic the keyword search box at continuefortruth.com I mean man you probably have weeks and weeks of studies to listen to uh, then he goes on to say like the mass is the most evil satanic undermining of the work of Jesus the Catholic mass I mean it's just wicked 
and many more teachings. I mean, Catholics molest more kids than any other cult group, even, I know, even more than the Mormons. Um, they're all they're all sex cults in the end, and the Jehovah Witnesses especially as well. But yes, I nail it down and expose the blasphemy. It just makes me sick. The co-redemptive nature of Mary is from hell, and it's not even the Mary of the Bible, but no big deal. Um, he's being sarcastic. Haha, ha, amen. And yes, thank you, God, for doing this and already an excellent and you're doing an excellent job of exposing it okay then another longtime listeners phil and sherry they said regarding this you did exactly what you should have done as a watchman we have had reservations about going to see this movie to begin with but when we saw um my i had reposted something about this from a listener um in the 621 23 newsletter i put up we thought you may have vetted it out, so that was when we bought our tickets to see Sound of Silence. Yeah. Well, I didn't vet it like I should have. So we we much appreciated you speaking on this topic. The whole idea portrayed in the movie is amazing, but the majority of the people involved with it are deceivers. And because of this, they're more than likely have ulterior motives. Mm, yeah, I'm going to look at that. Not to mention the fact that the big screen movies historically have been created to manipulate people's thoughts. Keep up the good work. God bless Sherry. Okay, then another listener said this. This is another Mary, 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 um, another Mary. Long time listener. I saw this movie and it was good as far as what Tim did. Uh, the main guy, Tim. Um, I've also seen many interviews with Jim Caviezel and Tim B. Tim B. is the guy I believe Jim Caviezel portrayed in The Sound of Silence. They promote good works as a means of salvation, much like Teresa of Calcutta, or Mother Teresa, who I've done studies on as well, exposing. Scott, every YouTube I watch that interviews these guys have a commercial called Hallow, called Hallow, which is a Bible study and prayer guide. It is promoted by some priest father, someone. Okay, so you realize what we're... What she's saying here, that when she goes up and she's looking at interviews of Jim Caviezel or this Tim Ballinger uh, guy, okay, Tim B. I forget his last name. Anyway, Tim Ballard. When she is going up on YouTube and seeing the interviews, they're cutting in with YouTube commercials called Hallow. Now, I have Ghostery on my computer, which I advise you install. It's free, totally free. You can install on your computer and what it does is it basically eliminates all those pop-ups and commercials you'll see on the YouTube videos. Okay. Anyway. But this these interviews, these guys have a commercial called Hallow, which is a Bible study and prayer guide. It's promoted by some priest father guy, some Catholic. Huh. So do you see that even the interviews are being used as a Catholic conversion tool? And yes. Like the original Mary said, it's looking like he's the only one speaking up about this. He's just got the biggest platform. I've been screaming about this for years, but I don't have near the platform that Jim Caviezel has. It is produced by some priest father. I remember Jack Chick years ago interviewing Father Rivera and that this ex-priest said the Catholic Church was started the Mormon Church. Jim Caviezel is, of course, Catholic, and Tim Ballard is a Mormon. I didn't know that. I didn't know Tim Ballard was a Mormon. Glenn Beck's a Mormon. They're the main ones that have the Operation Underground Railroad and the Nazarene Fund, which is where the absolute majority of this money is being funneled into. 
I don't trust Glenn Beck at all. Okay? He's a devil. I just checked. I have a 13-page document on Glenn Beck on all the heresy that this guy has been involved with, or at least a lot of it, what I've been able to indoctrinate or document. Like this one. Glenn Beck invokes Joseph Smith, the, the guy that started the Mormon devil death cult, and his beliefs during a Liberty University. Perfect. He's speaking at Liberty. You know, Liberty University, supposed Christian whatever. But they don't have a problem with it because they're, you know, birds of a feather flock together. Glenn Beck is an antichrist. Don't listen to his doctrinal lies. I mean, this is a whole thing where Glenn Beck's new book reveals he embraces New Age theology, is a knowledgeable, what he calls a knowledgeable Mormon, and also a universalist. I mean, that's as bad as it possibly can get. He commingles all that with his weird, freaky belief system. And it's a... He goes page by page and goes through all the garbage that Glenn Beck is spewing in this book. He's documenting it. He says on page 132, Beck says, and this other, I guess maybe co-author say, pray to whatever higher power you believe in. <laughs> this is Glenn Beck. Praying that God or nature or the cosmos, or your own internal immeasurable reservoir of spirit allows you the courage and faith to find and then face the truth. End of quote. Page 132 on his devil book. Um, what's the what's the book called? And this, is, this was back in 2011. Um, what's it called here? Well, this says, The Business Insider published an article on January 4, 2011. So again, this is like 12 years ago. Entitled, Glenn Beck's New Year sounds a lot like Oprah Winfrey's new, new network. Of course it does. Because they're all devils. Last week, the second week of January 2011, Glenn Beck released the latest book entitled, The Seven Wonders That Will Change Your Life. The book is co-authored by a, a secular psychiatrist, Dr. Keith Ablo. So that's always who you want to go through, a secular psychiatrist that, that you know taught him the most ungodly things but yeah i got 13 pages of this that shows you what a devil glenn beck is and i'm talking all over the board evil kind of stuff this guy's been involved with i can't even get into it all but him and ballard are the main ones in charge of this nazarene fund and then the operation underground railroad which is where they're telling you to put your money to save these kids I don't trust them. I'm sorry. I don't. And I think I'm and I'm 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 not done yet. Okay? Cuz like I said, I learned a lot of stuff uh since the last study about all this. I already knew about Glenn Beck, but you know, I'm just reminding myself and reminding my listeners of how evil he is. You don't get to that that level where they're they're letting you have that kind of platform unless you've sold out to Satan typically. Come on. It doesn't happen. Um, Jim Caviezel, of course, is Catholic. Tim Ballard is Mormon. They were getting backing from Glenn Beck, Tony Robinson, and now Elon Musk wants in. So many true non-discerning Christians are going to be caught up in this good works trap that they're proposing. The Bible only teaches faith alone, as you know. Already, when I try to talk to my Christian friends, they argue on the basics that the Bible teaches good works. Well, yeah, good works will follow true salvation. But you're saved by grace through faith and not, not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Now, works will follow, 
but it is a gift. Jesus Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. There's no good work where you can earn your way into heaven. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth on him should not perish, but have everlasting life. John 3, 16. Okay, so they're teaching another gospel here. Bible only teaches faith alone, as you know already. When I try to talk to my Christian friends, they argue on the basics that the Bible teaches good works. I try to show them the difference between sanctification and justification. I want to say something else on the subject of the second commandment taken out by the Catholic Bible. In the series, The Chosen, I've heard on the radio more than one person say, quote, this is big. This is big. Okay? And this would also be applicable to the Passion of Christ that Jim Caviezel played. On The Chosen, I've heard on the radio more than one person say, now I have a face to visualize Jesus when I pray. Oh, man. I didn't even thought of that. As we Christians should never have a face of Christ on TV, posters, cards, or any painting. I just, I gave you the Bible verses last week about that. Why we why the Bible commands not to do that. This is the very reason the second commandment was put in there. So that we wouldn't erect an image of what we thought God looked like. So we would bow down and worship it. God doesn't want us doing that. The Godhead is not like under graven art. Remember those? Or gold or silver. These things. That's, in the, that's in the New Testament. We're not to think of it like that. Because God knew man would have this tendency to want to bow down, worship, and create an idol out of it. And God's not behind idolatry. So this is a whole other problem with these types of shows. Passion of Christ, The Chosen. Oh, that's what you... Oh, it looks just like the, the all the paintings and all the things in all the churches about Jesus. Yeah, I've warned about that over and over. And when the Ascended Master Esau Sananda Emmanuel or Master Jesus shows up, probably the ascended masters and the whole alien invasion agenda deception when all that goes down he's going to look just like everybody think that, thinks that he should look and they're going to bow down and worship him just because he looks like he should look we've been set up for this for a very very long time i've tried to warn my listeners about what's coming Sunday school rooms should never have posters on their walls. Most of these depictions of the Lord are faces from medieval sources that and are Masonic. Sananda pictures are popping up all over Houston and I'm sure everywhere. Yeah, because it's going to be a gigantic part of the strong delusion that 2 Thessalonians talks about. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. Okay, so now let's, let's go further. And I'm going to end with this. A human trafficking survivor's warning on the Sound of Freedom movement. Now here's a, here's a girl... Now a woman that was caught up in human trafficking. And I think she speaks on behalf of a lot of other human trafficking survivors. What do they think about it? Because we've only heard from Caviezel and Ballard and these types of people. Let's, let's, let's see what they have to say. Oh, and there's a little bit of language. Um, I'm going to mute out one part. Um, but there's a little bit of language in this, so just to warn you. Okay, so this is a lady known as... Madison Marquette. Now, I don't know if that's her real name or not, but um, she's pretty hot under the collar about this movie, about The Sound of Freedom. Okay? So, uh, I'm, I'm just going to let her talk. 
movie. I have talked about it, but I want to just go through it one more time. But I want to go through it on a different aspect, okay? And hopefully you all will share this um, of what I'm saying. First of all, I am a trafficking survivor. I am highly against this movie. And I find it, like, irritating, (laughs) I guess is the right word, that people come on to my social media pages and tell me, oh, it's going to wake up the masses. It's going to wake up the masses to go see this movie. Yet you are pretending to be awake and you're going to watch this movie, but I'm yelling really loud. And when I say yelling really loud, I'm talking about on social media. But I'm against the movie. Other survivors are against this movie. And you're not hearing us. So what are you supporting? Because you don't support survivors and you're not listening to our words and you're not listening to what we're saying and you're not hearing what we're saying regarding this movie. So are you awake or are you a sheep? I believe you're a sheep because you're not hearing, again, what we're saying and why we are against it. Like The most irritating thing I'm hearing is it's going to wake up the masses. It's going to wake up the masses. What masses are waking up because they're not listening to us, the survivors. So who are you waking up? Like which person? It's literally like saying, I believe that you were raped, but I need to show everybody your rape video because I need to make sure that they know rape exists. And then another person, um, I don't know her name. I don't know how graphic the movie is. I saw some clips and I mean, it's gut wrenching what I saw. And I'm not saying that it's not a gut-wrenching subject. I don't know. The Bible also says to not to not set any wicked thing before your eyes. So the Bible says to reprove the unfruitful works of darkness and to have no fellowship with them. To reprove means to make, make people aware of, shed light on it. But that doesn't, what we don't want to do is get into the gory, gory details of what is going on because then it gets into the inappropriate territory of, okay, this is, like, I didn't need to know all that. I didn't need to have that level of profane, perverse, perversion put into my mind. Now, I haven't watched it, okay? I'm just assuming that's kind of what she's talking about in that last point. I forgot it, so I would like to give her credit, but you can go look on my Telegram. She posted, like, the best thing ever. She said, do you need to go watch porn to know that porn exists? I'm like, it's true. You don't need to go watch porn to know that porn is real. You don't need to go watch this movie to know that human trafficking is real. Where in in this entire movie has Jim Caviezel, Mel Gibson, or Tim Ballard talked to any survivor? Where has Tim Ballard, Mel Gibson, and Jim Caviezel elevated a survivor's voice? Where has Tim Ballard, Jim Caviezel... And Mel Gibson asked a survivor what they thought about the movie. Here's the other kicker. What survivors were invited for free to this movie? Which ones? You guys can't tell me because there weren't any. Because they're funded by Hollywood. You're literally funding our traffickers. You're spending 20... See, this is my, my fear. Is that the Illuminati is notoriously known for right-left, Coke-Pepsi. They give you both sides. They give you both sides of the solution. They're 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 known even in our own governmental agencies as okay. We're going to control the child sex trafficking. We're going to promote that. Obviously, there's a big reason they want to do that to feed their own perversions and, and the perversions of those in the Illuminati and the elite. But we're also going to create the agencies that are supposedly going after this. We're going to keep them on a tight leash. We're going to give them some leeway. We're going to 
let you think that this is enough that we're doing something about it and there may be very well-meaning people in those organizations i want to say that they're very they're they may but their hands are tied i mean even i think that's even portrayed in the movies the sound of silence that you know they had to go outside this but again i don't guys i'm sorry i don't trust any of this if this is the most near and dear thing to satan why would Hollywood ever even permit this to be released why would they use there's just you understand what i'm saying i mean there's just a lot of question marks i would have and i think i've already brought up a lot it's not me it's my listeners that had sent me a lot of information and enlightened me even more far more than i knew even last week about the red flags regarding this whole mess that i have been documenting today so and i think then now you have this madison marquette coming in here like a sledgehammer and also driving some incredible points home dollars to go fund trafficking and you're not listening to the survivors and i find it really gross some of y'all like i'm sorry but it this is the most it, this happened with the jesus revolution movie and it's happening again with this movie is which i i, I did a whole report on on the jesus revolution movie movie how that's not of god either Okay, again, a big Hollywood, you know, they let this be produced, and you're telling me that this is of God? I went, he and Jesus Revolution, I did the whole thing, all the red flags surrounding that. Why, but you know what, why am I such a killjoy? I'm convinced that is why I've probably lost so many listeners over the years. I'm such a killjoy. I just can't let anything Guys, I'm sorry. As a watchman, I've got to be true to what I believe a watchman is. And if I am being presented information where there's gigantic satanic red flags, I can't in good conscience just ignore that so I won't lose listeners. Because I have to stand before God one day. I'm not saying that I'm perfect either by any stretch of the imagination. But I'm trying to be a decent watchman. <laughs> you know, uh, hopefully. You're funding Hollywood. You're funding the lamestream media because it's been pushed by Facebook and Twitter and all of these big social medias. It hasn't been censored yet. How many of us have been censored and put in Facebook jail and Twitter jail and Instagram jail and whatever social media jail we've been put in? Yet this movie is being promoted like crazy right. to the masses. You're not awake. You're literally just going and you're not listening to the survivors and you're funding human trafficking. That's what's happening. Okay. Now. She means if you go and you and you sit down and you pay money to see these movies, and I just thought it was weird where Caviezel kept saying we've got to sell whatever two million tickets or whatever this we've got it. Yeah, okay, why why are you so harping on on that? Why? And then somebody brought up the point where I think she does where it's like you know it's out evidently it's outrageous to go to the movies now. She says something like twenty two dollars a ticket or something, and. I'm like I, I haven't I haven't been in like 30 years, so I don't know. But I'm like to see a movie, and then I know they're gonna. I know the popcorn, the GMO popcorn with the with the with the canola butter and all that. I know which you know, which is probably one of the worst things you could put in your body. And all the candy, I'm in the soft drinks. I'm sure that's really low priced as well. I mean, I've heard, you know, people like saying you could you could spend like if you brought your family way over a hundred dollars to see a movie now 
I mean, if you buy candy and popcorn in, in the works and go to one of the whatever right movie theaters that are these, I don't know, surround sound seatings or whatever, <laughs> it's like, wow, crazy. For someone that has been trained to co-rescue children and who does rescue children and goes and extracts them, let me tell you something. No child, okay, is jumping in the arms of myself or anyone else because they don't know who the good guys are and who the bad guys are. They are not saying, oh my gosh, thank you for rescuing me because they're scared shitless. Do you know the, the trauma that they have gone through? They are not jumping into Tim Ballard's arms or Mel Gibson or Jim Caviezel or anybody else. What people are doing right now are romanticizing human trafficking and they're making it like it is this great thing and saying you're waking up, but no one is woken up to this movie. Have they talked about the demonics that goes on? I think she meant they're romanticizing the heroines of the movie, like Tim Ballard and, and Jim Caviezel and the, and the producers is what I think she meant by that. Let me just back up just a hair about the demonics that goes on because when we go and rescue these children these people are demonic they are evil you have to go in with a shield of armor not right. only to protect your body but to protect your mental and spiritual right. health oh I, and, I agree i mean you wouldn't want to even think about doing this as a christian unless you were prayed up full armor of god i think it would be really preferable that you had fasting praying other people fasting and praying for you this is the definition and the quintessential essence of the spiritual warfare of good versus evil. And we know that Caviezel, we know that Ballard, we know that Glenn Beck, we know that Mel Gibson are all caught in extreme false religion. All of them. They're either Mormons or Catholics and they're all deluded, okay, in that regard. So we know they're not hearing the voice of the Holy Spirit in that regard because if they really were, they would get converted. They would actually get saved, okay? Um, I, I'm, 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 I'm more leery about this whole thing now than, than ever. Anything that's coming out of Hollywood, regardless of if it's supposedly Christian or good or whatever, I am, and especially after hearing this lady, I mean, draw your own conclusions, take it to the Lord in prayer. They are not talking about that. It is the, it is beyond Maddie, maddening that survivors' voices are not being elevated. Let's talk about, I mean, they could have asked Kathy O'Brien. I mean, yep. she has been oh, one of the biggest yeah. um, SRA survivors out there, and yep. they're not talking to her. Yep. They Kathy O'Brien, the the first one, the main one, or maybe you could say there's others that came out before her, but MK Ultra Mind Control Sex Slave, Presidential Sex Slave, wrote a whole book called Transformation of America. I don't advise reading it. It is one of the most horrific, traumatizing, you want to talk about gory details, She's not coming at it from a Christian standpoint. She's speaking truth. She's never wavered on her stories. She's still around. Um, I mean, uh, that woman is legit. She's not. I pray to God she gets saved. I really do. But I do believe her. And then other MK Ultra Mind Control sex slaves have come out. And we're talking the most extreme that you can even imagine. So, yeah, where's she? Why aren't they interviewing her? Those types of people elevate her voice they didn't ask her what her story is or what she's gone through what they've done is just like because it would implicate all of our presidents and so many senators and these types of people they want this to be this nebulous oh they're these bad guys in these other countries or maybe they're here but they're these bad wicked 
typically white guys that are, and I'm not saying a lot of them aren't, or the majority of them aren't. I'm, I'm not saying that, but um, you don't know them. You don't know their names when a lot of these are very, very famous people. Done with everybody else here in America and across the world as we have put some man on a pedestal. We are acting like he's God when he is not, and we're paying $22 to fund it. Now, meaning you, you like Caviezel or Ballard or whatever, paying $22 to go in and see the movie, I guess. You guys gone looked at their 990s? Do you even know what a 990 is? Look it up. There is a website, and it's a free website, and you can go look up the 990s and you can search Tim Ballard and Operation Underground Railroad. And you know what? You want to go down a rabbit hole? Go down that one because you can see where all the money's going, where all the money's being laundered to. He is him and Glenn Beck are laundering money to each other. Tim Ballard is on the Nazarene Fund board and yep. Glenn Beck is on the OUR board. Oh, I'm pretty sure they're they're both heavily involved in both of those. You go up to the websites and there you can see them. And it's kind of funny that these Mormons are literally making millions off of the worst pain that some of us have gone through. Now, the, I'm going to play that last part again because that was bombshell. What are 990s? Um, while it is true that the annual Form 990 each nonprofit organization must file with the IRS is filled with numbers, it also contains much more. The Form 990 provides insight into the organization, how it functions, and unlike tax reports or or of other entities it is a document that must be made available to the general public okay that's yeah that's what it is so let's just listen to this one more time look it up there is a website and it's a free website and you can go look up the 990s and you can search Tim Ballard and Operation Underground Railroad and you know what you want to go down a rabbit hole go down that one because you can see where all the money's going where all the money's being laundered to he is him and Glenn Beck are laundering money to each other Tim Ballard is on the Nazarene Fund board and Glenn Beck is on the OUR board and it's kind of funny that these Mormons are literally making millions off of the worst pain that some of us have gone through now I mean okay Okay. I mean, th this is bombshell game changer. Okay. I mean, why would we be surprised, though, about that? Again, is this just one big satanic Illuminati ploy? Oh, here's our... Here's this. We're going to give you the solution. So you'll go back to sleep. You can give money to OUR, Operation Underground Railroad, and, and feel warm and fuzzy and think that that's going to rescuing children when it's going into their pockets. Or you can give it to the Nazarene Fund, which is, you know, highly Catholic-sounding, Catholic-like, orthodoxy type of website. Glenn Beck, Tim Ballard, both Mormons have everything to do with both these sites, and that's where they're funneling the money into. That's where they're saying, okay, if you want to make a, a difference, you know, put your money here. Oh, man. That's bad. I mean, that is as bad as it gets. Let me ask you again. You think that you're awake, yet you're not listening to the survivors. You're not listening to me. You pretend to hear my voice, but you're not hearing my voice because I'm against it. Yet you want to come to my page and my house and tell me why you watched it 
why you funded it and why you're so great for humanity because you went and watched it. You know how many people reach out to me and say, hey, we want to help with human tra- we want to help anti-human trafficking and I'll reach back out to them and I'll say this is what we'll need oh no I'm sorry I can't do that everyone has an agenda and until people don't have an agenda that is when human trafficking will stop and I am really sick of people saying we need to bring awareness around human trafficking nope we need to eradicate human trafficking we need to eradicate it and we need to have safe houses and we need to have houses where women and children and men can go to get their healing where they don't have to worry about losing housing or food or funding because they're okay i'm gonna cut that part out because she cusses there i know that sounds really kind of crude but you know what i just people like don't get it at this point and it's really really frustrating and on the one of the most days where we should be celebrating our independence there are people still enslaved and instead of actually doing things for humanity people think they are doing something by sitting in a cushy movie theater with their popcorn and air conditioning watching this man that they put on a pedestal be praised and worshipped like a god which he is not and he's a fake one at that worth millions and millions of dollars and you can go look at his 990s and see where the money has gone it has not gone to one survivor you can look at the 990 to see that and i'm not going to do it for you i'm giving you the tools to go do it search up 990 i don't have the website on me right now but i'll post it in the link when we're off and you can go sign up for free and start searching to see that none of this money for this movie or from Tim Ballard or from Glenn Beck because they're all in and on it together has gone to a survivor. So what are you supporting? You're supporting and funding human trafficking. Congratulations. Stop. Okay, so we have that. Okay, so again, I'll just read you from her Give, Go, Send webpage. We're raising funds so we can start building more housing for victims of human trafficking. Right now, there are no safe havens for them to go to. Now the problem I see, well, no, I think she's, I, don't know, I think she is a Christian. She acted like, or she indicated, yes, she was a Christian. So, okay. Right now there are no safe havens for them to go to. We do not work with child protective services because 89% of the children who are being trafficked come out of CPS. The housing we do have is currently full. We need to be able to purchase homes, pay for trauma therapists, pay for medical care, food, hygiene products, clothes, Shoes, bedding, beds, and much more. We need to be able to keep staff paid and taken care of well. We are non we are not a nonprofit, so we can ensure that our children do not get sold back to CPS or sold back into the sex slave industry. <laughs> wow. We strive to place the children stolen back with their parents who they were stolen from in the first place. If we cannot find their family or they are born into sex slavery, we find loving adoptive homes for them to go to. We have not raised money for this cause until now we see other people raising millions for their causes but we cannot even raise fifty thousand to go towards taking care of these children who have had their innocence stolen we are praying and hoping for fundraising efforts do not get shut down by the globalist elites see guys anymore the only the only way anything's going to be real is if you find some niche um some niche type of real christian type of thing i'm assuming this is one take it to the lord in prayer where you can put your money anything big guys is going to most likely be corrupted you know any kind of big ministry 501c3 type of thing it, this is non-profit meaning i'm i'm assuming they're not 501c3 um 
you know, I don't know. I, in fact, I don't even, I don't even think you can donate to this anymore. It has a prayer request button, but it doesn't even, it looks like it says that the funds from this campaign will be received by Madison Hendricks, but there's no, I don't think you can, oh, I guess you can still give to it. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, I, I'm not, listen, I don't know. I, I haven't vetted this. I'm just telling you that, you know, this is something you might want to look into. She's got a book that she's got out. Um, looks like I'm trying to see. Yeah. It's called My Father's Daughter, a memoir of a porn star. Um, I never intended to go into the adult film industry. I never dreamed of being sold for money without my consent. And yet that is exactly what happened. So her journey begins my journey. It is one that started with survival, death, heartbreak, drugs, money, sex, lies, and led to restoration, healing, forgiveness, and unconditional love. So unimaginable. It is sometimes disbelieved of when spoken of, but it's real. Oh, so real. Wow. <laughs> okay. Okay. 4.8 stars out of five. Um, my word. Okay, and again, I have not vetted this, so I'm not perfect, you know, but she sure seems like she's the real deal to me. Most of the Give, Go, Send stuff isn't even working right now, so it doesn't appear that, you know, she's got a YouTube, a Telegram, a Rumble. Anyway, oh, wow. Um, so... I hope that buttons up the whole thing, at least up to this point, about Jim Caviezel, Glenn Beck, Mel Gibson, Passion of Christ, Sound of Silence, uh, The Chosen series. I hope I've given my listeners a really good... Th t this week was a lot more in-depth than last week. I was just kind of getting up to speed there. And I hope you can see why I have the concerns that I've got. Okay, now let's go into another dicey subject. L.A. Marzulli, my warning and listener comments about him. Because I've played, I've played many things from him, okay? L.A. Marzulli, now this is something I reported on previously, okay? I've already report. I've done warnings about him. L.A. Marzulli is promoting the Pfizer and the Moderna vaccines. He, he brought an alleged Christian doctor, just like Christian Broadcasting Network, the old Pat Robinson people, he brought in an alleged Christian doctor guest on a show who basically downplayed the use of aborted babies in the vaccines. And, and then all the other horrible things of the Pfizer and Moderna kill shots. And outright lied about the messenger RNA changing our DNA. I mean... L.A., do you have any fear of God at all? Do you have any fear of God at all? But the common theme I see in so many of these guys in alternative media is money, 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 money. You get on there and, you know, our trusted sponsor, Doomsday Dave Hodges, L.A. Marzulli, Alex Jones, I mean, just, just pelting you with ads over and over and over. So many people in alternative media pushing all their sponsors you notice i've never had a sponsor ever on this broadcast ever from the i'm just gonna say we started in 2005 
18 years we've been doing this because I don't want anybody coming back to me saying you need to tone it down you need to stop doing this or we're going to pull our sponsorship doesn't make me perfect doesn't mean that you know we don't need funds or whatever I just I've just refused to go that route always um, and the Invive Silver that I advertise, they, they're not a sponsor. It's not like they're, I'm beholden to them whatsoever. I'm not. Okay. I just believe God led me to that product. Um, in, uh, continuing, now I've reported on this previously. He then encouraged Christians to take either of these two vaccines as they are allegedly don't use aborted babies in their production, although they do. I've given you the proof straight from the excerpts from the uh, labels and stuff on these vaccines that they do use aborted babies in their production. Marzulli then concludes by stating that if he needs to take the vaccine, he'll ensure that it's one of these two, either the Pfizer or the Moderna, COVID kill shots to, that fill you full of nanotech, graphene oxide, give you a 12-digit alphanumeric code, and totally modify your DNA. Yeah, L.A., good job by you. L.A. Marzula and Paul Lacat interview. This is where the um, some vaccines seem to be safe is evidently the, the title. And I give you the link. Let's see if it's still up. No, it's not available anymore. He probably took so much heat over that that he pulled it down. But at the time, when I did the teaching... It was up there. Looks like he scrubbed it. I found it online, but it takes you to his webpage, and it's a blank uh, video now. And then even the one on Facebook, it takes you to the same blank video page. Um, because I'm sure he took a lot of heat over this. I hope it was from a lot of my listeners. Um, because, you know. But the, it says, PPS report, Lacant interview, some vaccines seem to be safe. No, LA, none are safe. They're all from the pit of hell. They're, just look at the ingredient lists in there. Aluminum, mercury, um, aborted babies, human diploid cells, which are aborted babies, chicken embryos, thermarazole, another derivative of mercury, all kind of weird stuff, that like a witch's brew of evil. All vaccines are bad. So no, you can't, but I did report on it and I did listen to it. Um, one, one video said, one comment about this video when it was online said, some vaccines seem safe with a question mark. Also, this could be true. Some bullets misfire, but I wouldn't trust one to my head in Russian roulette. Would you, Me, basically, would you LA? Then another person said, at this point, anyone pushing any type of vaccine should be unsubbed and forgotten about. These are, these are comments under this vaccine, when it, or under this interview when it came out on YouTube. Another one says, my immune system is safer. Another one says, Moderna vaccine is funded by Gates, Fauci, Soros, and friends. I would not touch it with a 10-foot pole. Way to go, LA. Good job by you. Okay, so this is how I'm going to start this, because absolute total truth, what I just, I, I reported on it at the time when it was down, but he's since pulled it, Okay. Okay, so listener a listener comment. My story about the fruits and consequences of Christian author speakers like L.A. Marzulli yoking up with ungodly guests and podcasters. And again, this is such a stinking common theme that I see now. Anything to get views. Anything to get your numbers up. 
or whatever. It's sickening. It is totally sickening where you've got all these supposed Christian broadcasters bringing all these ungodly devils on their show and giving them a stinking platform where they can spew their lies. Even if even if they're half-heartedly trying to enter into a debate or kind of whatever, present the Christian side of the story, you're still giving them a platform to spew their lies. Why would you do that? The Bible says to be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. And it sure would say, don't give them a platform so that they can deceive your listeners. If we're not to be ignorant of Satan's devices, I understand listening to them and then critiquing it and saying, okay, here's the problems here, 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 and here. But don't give them a platform. This listener, longtime listener, says, Scott, I will try to keep this as brief as possible. I am writing in regards to your latest teaching where you mentioned L.A. Marzulli and having a star, a star child as a guest on his program. Yeah. yeah. He just came out with part two of the star child interview this last week. It's the last study that's up there. A star child. Just key in star child in the keyword search box at continuefortruth.com. Most likely, if if this person is real, if this woman is real, this girl, she's quite possibly a hybrid, meaning she's not even fully human, or she's totally demon-possessed delusional. Either way, she's demon-infested. And he's giving her a big old fat platform. And we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. I'm sure you're well aware of a number of these well-known, similar-themed Christian authors and speakers are showing up as guests on podcasts where the host will have a mix of different guests that are occultists and Christians. Yes, I'm seeing it all over the place. In my opinion, it is causing confusion and doing more harm than good. Some of these hosts claim to be occultists or other former occultists. Yeah. You, we were not to do this as Christians. Just not. No. L.A. Marzulli was recently on a podcast where it was very obvious the host is into all things dark and evil. A while back, I did not listen to that gut feeling, and I made the mistake of following this particular podcast host on a social media site. He immediately wrote me, was incredibly charming, and within a matter of a few months, he was love-bombing me. He had, he had, remember what the Bible says about those that flatter, 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 be, be weary, be weary. Somebody comes to you with flattering lips and a smooth tongue. You need to be getting away. You need to be going the opposite direction. He had me basically hypnotized, mesmerized, and under a spell literally causing my willpower to slip. He had me 99% convinced we were to be together despite the many, and I do mean many, red flags, along with his clear love of all things dark and evil. This is why I say, guys, it's so important. If, if you go to a church, you better make sure you've prayed about it and that, that whoever you're following, whoever you're putting yourself under is in subjection to the Lord at bare minimum. This is why I'm so cautious about 501c3 churches because their, their whole premise of that church was the government formed them and gave them the right to exist. And the IRS basically gave them their will to exist. And there's no Bible for any of that. Much less if the pastor is not in subjection to God and listening to a false spirit and then you set yourself under him and then all of a sudden you get under their spell. It. I've been there. I've been there. I've had it happen to me. 
and it's really, really bad. And no matter how strong you think you are, you won't be able to resist if you're willingly putting yourself down there. As the Bible says, while they promise them, promise them liberty, they themselves are the servants of corruption. For of whom a man is overcome, the same he is brought into bondage. You go and you sit yourself down in one of these churches, you will be overcome eventually. It may not be the first time, it may not be the second, it may take a little while. But those chains, those bondage chains that the Bible verse just mentioned there are being put upon you. But you don't see the chains and you don't see it happening. And it's insidious and it, and it can be slow. Sometimes it can be really quick. And your heart will deceive you. The same is brought into bondage. For of whom a man is overcome, the same he is brought into bondage. This is why I'm so cautious about that. Why I've cautioned my listeners so long about this. He had me 99% convinced we were to be together despite the many, and I do mean many red flags along with his clear love of all things dark and evil. What I feel caused me to be confused was his association with some of these well-known Christian authors and speakers and the way he interacted with them on his podcast. Again, why are these Christian authors and speakers associating with this person? Why? I could understand maybe entering into a one-time debate session where, okay, you, you present your side, I present my side. We're not going to agree. We'll agree to disagree. We'll see who has the stronger argument. Okay, I kind of get that. No, 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 no. You'll, have you ever seen me do that on this show? Never. I might play, like we're going to play a clip of Alex Jones and David Icke, but you're sure going to get my commentary and my warnings on the red flags regarding, and again, I play that so that when you do hear this, you will say, oh, I've heard that before. I understand the deception now, you know? But I sure will never endorse them or never give them a platform to spew their lies. They were clearly bedazzled by his gentle charm, meaning these Christian authors and speakers that he interacted with on his podcast. They were clearly bedazzled by his gentle charm? What? Really? I guess so. I feel the way he acted around these Christians made his case for us being together even stronger see guys sure i can have a love for satan and witchcraft but we together we can be stronger together it's a whole lie this whole right left thing this whole oh the fourth industrial reset versus the great reawakening thing with all these doctors and all these podcasters and all these people like Alex Jones and David Icke and Mike Adams and so many of these people that are all in the same boat and they're all commingled with the new age that I've been warning about. I'm telling you, it's bad. It's really bad. It's going to be a big, gigantic part of the strong delusion. Um, I believed he would be saved. After much prayer and asking for God's will in the situation, through what was clearly divine intervention, the online distant relationship ended before meeting me in person with his intent of marrying me. What? Whoa. I was deeply heartbroken at the time, but now clearly see that this man would have ruined my life in every sense of the word. Oh, I've been there, done that been there done that totally 
Yeah. In every sense of the word, including putting me in financial ruin. Oh boy, have I been there. And then moving on to the next victim, leaving me broken and ashamed. Yep. This is a long time listener, guys. I'm not judging her. I've been, I've been there. Been there, done it. I mean, <laughs> my ex-wife, I'm, I am so blessed. I'm even alive. The two last women, and we're, we're talking about, this goes back way over 20 years ago in my life. I am incredibly blessed that I'm even drawing breath. Because these women were pure evil. Pure. And I'm not saying that because I'm throwing stones. I'm saying 100% biblical facts. <laughs> I mean, it's, whoa. Anyway. Um, then she said, God rescued me. When these Christian authors appeared on these clearly ungodly podcasts... Some will claim they're witnessing and bringing up how Jesus hung with sinners and prostitutes like Mary. When the truth is sinners were drawn to his message and Mary was no longer a prostitute when Jesus set her free. These people tend to ignore the other verses about light not having fellowship with darkness. Amen. Avoiding and all appearance of evil and being unequally yoked together with unbelievers as I was clearly guilty of as well. Don't you love that honest introspection and that humility, though? Don't you love that? Praise the Lord. And, and again, this was part of God chastening her. You know? I don't blame anyone for my mistake in getting involved with this man, but clearly the associations Christians had with this man did not help the matter. Yeah, because she's looking at all these other Christian, maybe podcasters or authors, and thinking, well, th they couldn't be deceived, right? They're godly men. Nope. Evidently not, probably. Or or very deceived. I mean, you know, bare minimum. While God did rescue me, this man was a clear distraction and robbed me of that time that could have been used better. In addition, obviously, when these Christians appear on these clearly ungodly occult-themed and dark podcasts... Yeah, I looked up this gentleman. I'm not going to say who it is. I never had heard of him. And I mean, it was like... <laughs> really bad i mean his podcasts were like really really satanic and bad okay now that is not the face that he's going to present to the christian podcasters the christian podcasters would have to do a little bit of homework to find out where this guy's coming from it's just the same dynamic as i talked about last week with michael salia how he's making the rounds and he's been on, I believe, Mike Adams and like David Wilcock, the New Ager freak that has been on Mike Adams, Michael Salia, who's literally on the spear tip of the coming disclosure movement and bringing our New Age Ascended Masters into our realm of existence and welcoming them and, you know, all this other garbage. He's on like that show, The Redacted. He's been on there all the time lately. And other places as well. The guy is a deceiver of the highest order. And you know, all kind of people are yoking up with them. Because evidently they have no discernment. Zero. And some of these aren't like redacted. They're not Christians. I don't know what they are. They're like milk toast 
you know, whatever. So, I mean, it wouldn't really surprise me in their regard, but, you know. But when Michael Salia goes on these shows, you're not going to hear about all of his radical beliefs, what he really believes. I monitor that guy. I listened to another thing from him last night. Because I believe that he is the very heartbeat of Satan when it comes to the disclosure movement. So I watch him very closely to see what lies he's spewing and believing and bringing on his show. But you're going to only get the most sanitized version when he goes on other shows. Let's say they're Christians or let's say they're even like redacted. You're going to get a very, very, very sanitized version. Just like you were getting from this devil that my longtime listener here got sucked into. Um, let's go further. Uh, in addition, obviously, when these Christians appear on these clearly ungodly occult theme of dark podcasts, it will draw other Christians like me to the podcaster, and naturally they will be tempted to listen to the other podcasts. This is the exact same reason I have warned so much about now the Sound of Silence, the Passion of Christ, the Chosen, Glenn Beck, Tim Ballard, Jim Caviezel, and Mel Gibson in the last couple weeks. Because I don't want that to happen. I don't want them, me pointing to the sound of silence and then others, other Christians, naturally they will be tempted to listen to other podcasts and possibly cause confusion and leading them astray. Because if you follow them, you're going to either end up becoming a Mormon or a Catholic or some New Ager. Or giving all your money to the Nazarene Fund or Operation Underground Railroad, which you shouldn't give them a dime. Not according to what we found out. I appreciate you speaking about this matter. Please feel free to share my story, but I ask you to keep my name and everything from this point confidential, which I have. Thanks for all your hard work, dedication, letting me share my story. I hope it helps. And again, here's another reason why you warn, okay? Ezekiel 3.20. Again, when a righteous man doth turn from his righteousness and commit iniquity... And I lay a stumbling block before him, meaning God does this. God lays a stumbling block before him because the righteous man has turned from that righteousness. He's committed iniquity. And I lay a stumbling block before him and he shall die because thou hast not given him warning. He shall die in his sin and his righteousness, which he have done, shall not be remembered. That doesn't sound like he's going to heaven. Any. I understand this is Old Testament. But still, that doesn't sound good. But his blood will I require at thine hand. We're, listen, we're all watchmen to a, to a certain extent. I, I'm more overt, but we're all, we've all got responsibility. You see, you know, somebody in a burning building and they're asleep and you just whistle and walk on by and say, well, it wasn't my concern. Well, his blood will I require at thine hand if you could have done something about it. It's, 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 that's the premise that we're talking about here in Ezekiel 3. And again, Romans 14, 13, but judge this rather that no man put a stumbling block or an occasion to fall in his brother's way. If I don't warn about Sound of Silence and Passion of the Christ and Jim Caviezel and Mel Gibson and the Catholic Church and L.A. Marzulli, now, if I don't, warn you about them when I had power to we're not to put a stumbling block in our brother's way 
So I'm warning so that that stumbling block is removed so that you don't stumble. And again, I think we're all tasked with doing that. To whom much is given, much is required. And again, now we go to the more current part. This is typical for L.A. Marzulli. Okay, what I'm going to get into next. Also see the attachment below. L.A. Marzulli interviews the star child. Again, my listener, longtime listener, email me this. Um, this was, I think, part one. He's coming out with part two as well. It's pretty much what you would expect. She says that the aliens downloaded to her that the Lord Jesus Christ is just an avatar embodying the Christ energy. Which is exactly the lie I've been warning that these alien devils, these pseudo-alien wannabe imposters are going to be foisting on humanity. Oh, he's just one of us. He's an avatar. He embodies the Christ energy. Yes, he's more oriented toward the Christian, but we got the Bible all messed up, and he's going to come back with the Ascended Masters and straighten you got all you Christians out. And, and it's weird. He looks just like all those pictures that hang up in all the churches. Huh. And then L.A. says a bunch of stuff that reflects low discernment. I listened to it. I listened to the interview, and I, I just I couldn't get beyond the point of that. Why are you giving this demon-possessed vessel a platform to spin her lies why you're not really challenged i mean he challenged her more in part two yeah kind of in a fatherly way supposedly what about your listeners you really didn't do any kind of real refutation of what she's saying why would you want to give a possibly non-human entity like a hubrid, her eyes were pretty large. And like I said, hubrids typically quarter cast Nephilim type creatures. Remember, they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men, but they shall not cleave. Remember about the breeding program Dr. David Daniels had talked about. He talked extensively about hubrids. Just can't hubrid in the keyword search box. H-U-B-R-I-D, I believe is how you spell it. In the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. Dr. David Daniels, or go get his book online. He's If you, if you read it, or if, you, or if you listen to the audios, understand he's not a Christian. I'm telling you. You don't want to give a devil a platform on in your ministry in order to deceive your listeners. And then do very little to refute it. He goes on to say it's hard to tell if this girl's just starved for attention, parroting things she has heard or read about, or if she's actually being influenced by demonic forces. Oh, she's definitely being influenced by demonic forces. My response was yes, Marzulli almost never fails to disappoint with how he caves to guests that are clearly in alignment with the Antichrist agenda. Now, he'll have somebody on there that has some miraculous experience with God. Okay. Let's just assume that's all true. Okay. And he's not going to challenge them either. He's going to go along with them. But when he gets somebody that are clearly in alignment with the Antichrist agenda, he does not challenge them enough biblically. Listening to this further, it just amazes me how he, how he does very little to defend the Christian faith. To this demon-possessed girl, but instead gives her a platform to spin her lies. Saying Jesus Christ is an avatar on your show and not really refuting that at all? He says her views are, quote, very interesting. 
That's what he said. I'm giving you a quote. When it was all said and done in part one, it was very interesting. No, so that's very blasphemous, L.A. And you shouldn't be letting this devil spew her life. But then again, you're telling everybody to take the Moderna and the uh, whatever kill shot. Had a supposed Christian doctor on telling everybody to do that. So, you know, <laughs> I guess nothing would surprise me. The Bible says, wherefore rebuke them sharply that they may be found sound in the faith. Things like this need a sharp rebuke. When it comes to people going to heaven or hell, which these are heaven and hell types of issues, especially this. This girl could lead, lead a whole bunch of people to hellfire. Telling everybody Jesus is an avatar. And all kind of other weird garbage that she spewed. Again, Romans 14, 13. Why are you doing this, L.A.? Judge this rather that no man put a stumbling block or an occasion to fall in his brother's way. When you bring a person like this on there and you sanction the interview and you do very little to challenge her, you are putting a stumbling block or an occasion to fall in your brother's way. What does the Bible also say? Jude 1, 3 through verse 4. Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly contend for the faith that was once delivered unto the saints. When you just go on there and just willy-dilly, jellyfish-like and just kind of let her say what she's going to say and say it's very interesting and let her call Jesus Christ an avatar, you are not earnestly contending for the faith that was once delivered unto the saints, L.A., For there are certain men crept in unawares who were before of old ordained to this condemnation, ungodly men, turning the grace of our Lord into Jesus Christ into lasciviousness and denying the only Lord God, our Lord Jesus Christ. That's what this little witch was doing. This little star child witch. And again, key and star child in the keyword search box. There's a whole study on these things. She is denying the only Lord God and our Lord Jesus Christ. And when you let her call Jesus Christ an avatar, which we're going to discuss in a second, then you too are denying him. You're, you're not earnestly contending for the faith. You're being jellyfish-like. Anyone who knows anything about occultism knows that avatars are precisely what the New World Order elites believe. An avatar is a concept within Hinduism that in Sanskrit means literally descent. It signifies the material appearance or an incarnation of a deity on earth. And there are many, many of them, these false gods. And all they're, all they're going to call them is that they're an avatar. And there's many of them. There's many false gods. And Jesus Christ is what they teach is just one of the many gods they believe are coming back. Not the most powerful one. He's one of the lesser ones, according to the New Agers. Yes, L.A. did more in part two to challenge this a little bit. But still, it was not enough. And again, you don't bring somebody like this on your, on your show in the first place unless you're going to hardcore debate her. Not play patty cakes. Which is what happened. But again, we have another listener that testified the whole fact that she he went on this one show with this high-level occultist and she got sucked into the whole thing because of L.A. and other Christian authors were putting their stamp of approval. 
and almost ruined her whole life. So this isn't the, this isn't his first go around with this. Okay, then the whole recommending the COVID kill shots, that's a whole other animal. Second Corinthians 6, 14. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. Why would you invite somebody in your show and yoke up and then try to establish common ground? Because I could see that's what you were trying to do. Oh, come on. Can't we meet somewhere in the middle? Oh, you're just so interesting. Yeah, well, but, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. What if you were deceived? It's kind of like the, I'm like, really? Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness and what communion hath light with darkness? And this girl was in darkness. Galatians 1, 6. I marvel that you so be so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel, which is what she was presenting. This star child, witch girl, which is not another gospel, but there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. Yeah, like this star child you just had in your shell. But though we or an angel of heaven preach any other gospel unto you that we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. So according to the Bible, let this star child little witch be accursed. Pray to God if it's possible her soul be saved. If she's not human, that's not possible. I don't know. But she surely is totally deluded and deceived. And you're doing her no favors by playing patty cake with her. Also, since L.A. is propagating the validity of the Shroud of Turin, he's always got making money off this, that, oh, so got these videos, got these videos, buy this, buy this, buy this. He's got one promoting the Shroud of Turin, which is one of the most easily laughable things to debunk in all the Bible. And it's totally Catholic. Totally the Catholics have pushed this, saying it's real. Guys, the Shroud of Turin is a total lie. Total 100% lie, okay? And he's totally bringing himself in alignment with Catholics when he when he pushes this garbage. And he's making money off it. He's propagating the validity of the Shroud of Turin, like all Catholics do as well, to this devil-hubered star child girl on this interview. I would challenge him to refute my teaching on this as it is laughable on how easy it is to refute this biblically. The Shroud of Turin biblically debunked. Just key in Turin in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. I give you the link here, but it's it's so easy to debunk, biblically speaking, that it's laughable. Then we have my teachings I did on January 30th, 2023, part one. Let me see where I'm on time here. Okay. And um, some of the things I talked about because we were we mentioned Alex Jones and in, in that listener comment Alex Jones wants a sexual relation or no Alex Jones says and I played the clip God wants a sexual relationship with us and is also now promoting hypnosis him and his other people on his channel Infowars opening pushing openly pushing transcendental meditation hypnosis remote viewing i mean we are talking some of the most demonic evil wicked stuff you could be infowars is promoting it they're also promoting astral projection which is what the witches do when they go out of body in the in the occultists i also in this report i get into recent reports that 
I've done on Alex Jones and Infowars exposing their blasphemous evil. Another listener comment says, Alex Jones says that God came down as an avatar. Oh, what? Just like the Star Child girl that L.A. Marzulli interviewed? Yep. Yep. God came down as an avatar in Jesus Christ. That's what Alex Jones says. And Infowars is now promoting the blasphemous New Ager zeitgeist promoting Jordan Maxwell who says Jesus Christ is Lucifer. They're also promoting him. Alex Jones has actually been far more blasphemous than even the Starchild girl was. You will see this and yet one more reason to read, this is yet one more reason to read the King James Bible. Again, anyone who knows anything about occultism knows that avatars are precisely what the New World Order elites believe. An avatar is a concept within Hinduism in Sanskrit that literally means descent. Yeah, descent into hell. It signifies the material appearance or incarnation of a deity on earth. Uh, just one more example of Jones' Christian syncretism. The, the combination of different religions, cultures, or schools of thought. Alex Jones says Kanye West is a hero for exposing the mark of the beast. Another listener comment. Here's a, here's a short video of Alex Jones explaining his family's roots in the Freemasonry and explaining away the occultist the occultic New Atlantis concept. And then another one, a three-hour documentary, InfoWars, Government Network Connections. Then another one, Alex Jones, blasphemous alert, proclaims having your third eye open is wonderful and the third eye is the Holy Spirit of God. This is how wicked and nasty and evil Alex Jones is. Now, I don't have enough time to play the next thing I've got, to, I've got to carry that to the next study. So we're going to end here and we're going to go to part three. God bless you and see you in part three.